Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Claire Slattery. Victoria has recorded its deadliest day of the current COVID-19 outbreak, with 25 fatalities. The state has also reported 1,923 new coronavirus infections. About 77% of Victorians aged 16 and over are now fully vaccinated as the state prepares to lift more restrictions from 6 o'clock tomorrow evening. Premier Daniel Andrews says the rule changes that come with reaching the 80% vaccination target are significant. People are going to be able to go away and see family for the first time in a long time. People are going to be able to go away and spend up big in regional Victoria. And perhaps there'll be a whole lot of regional Victorians come to Melbourne as well and support small and large businesses here. This is a massive day tomorrow. It's a really significant step. Elsewhere, and New South Wales has recorded 293 new local cases of COVID-19 and two deaths. And Queensland is expecting to have 80% of eligible residents fully vaccinated by December 17, with 90% by early next year. Former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian has asked the state's anti-corruption inquiry to hear details of her personal relationship with Daryl Maguire in private. The Commission is examining whether Gladys Berejiklian breached public trust by supporting projects proposed by the former Wagga Wagga MP, who was her secret lover at the time. In a statement, her lawyer says there is no public purpose served by plumbing the depths of Ms Berejiklian's private life. The statement says a public hearing will lead to intense publicity and scrutiny and cause humiliation and harm. Daryl Maguire is currently facing questions from the ICAC. Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce says adopting an emissions reduction target for methane would result in Australian farmers having to shoot their cattle. Mr Joyce has confirmed that the exclusion of such a target was among the National Party's conditions to agree to the government's net zero emissions commitment. Prime Minister Scott Morrison will depart for Europe today to attend a G20 summit in Rome before heading to the United Nations COP26 climate talks in Glasgow from Sunday. Barnaby Joyce has labelled attempts to reduce methane emissions as crippling for agricultural industries. The only way you can get your 30% by 2030 reduction in methanes on, on 2020 levels would be to get, grab a rifle and go out and start shooting your cattle because it's just not possible. Meanwhile, the Labor leader, Anthony Albanese, has renewed his attacks on the federal government's climate change policies. While visiting a solar farm in Canberra, Mr Albanese claimed Scott Morrison is hiding the Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce in Australia, away from the world leaders because of his views. What are our international partners to think of Australia 
with an acting Prime Minister who has the views that Barnaby Joyce does because Barnaby Joyce's contribution to this debate is anti-science and is embarrassing. Voters could be asked to show identification to vote at the next federal election under a new coalition proposal. Legislation based on a recommendation from Parliament's Electoral Matters Committee has been introduced to federal parliament. Under the changes, people would need to show ID, such as a driver's licence or Medicare card, in an effort to stop multiple voting. Those without ID would be allowed to vote but have their credentials checked later. In sport, and the Super Netball season will start in March next year to accommodate the 2022 Commonwealth Games in Birmingham. Next year's campaign has been brought forward from May to the 26th of March to allow Australia's national team, the Diamonds, to prepare for the Games in July. Netball Australia boss Kelly Ryan says the league can balance a 60-game season with preparation for the Commonwealth Games. I'm Claire Slattery. This is SBS News in Easy English.